the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We're back for hour two at 6.05. So good to have you here. Our phone number, 303-696-1971, 696-1971. Great to be home from Wisconsin, Milwaukee. Treated us very, very well. Super nice people. Stayed in a uh, historic Hilton, the Hilton City Center. You know, you could just, with the huge chandeliers and ceilings, and just you could just imagine the people in there the men in their top hats and the women in their corsets and, and fancy dresses and and uh, the gangsters walking through smoking cigars and all of it. It just uh, a real sense of history. It was it was kind of fun, kind of exciting. But well, I'll tell you, especially over the last couple of months, I have really felt like a homebody. So it was good to get home. I did announce on the George Brockler show Wednesday when uh, I was talking with George after the debates that I will be at the Prager Cigar Night on Wednesday. Haven't really been socializing too much and had thought about not going, but um, really want to support colleagues and 710 KNUS. And also, it's going to be terrific to hear how Prager responds to this criticism he's fallen under for the position he's taken on pornography and uh, and whether it's a sin and it's just fascinating this man is when you get him talking about a topic but i'll be there wednesday i think uh, tickets are running low so go to 710knus.com and see about joining us at the prager cigar night this coming wednesday i i think it's going to be really really great before we jump back to our full phone lines i've got to get a little bit of this audio in Last couple of weeks, we've heard Democrats denying elections. I've got 24 minutes of it. And we heard parts one through eight over the last couple of weeks. So I think we'll start tonight with cut nine. It is signed by myself on behalf of my diverse constituents and the millions of Americans who have been disenfranchised by Florida's inaccurate vote count. The Supreme the, uh, Court, not the people of the United the, States, decided this election. Speaking to a Democratic group in Chicago Tuesday, he made it clear he thinks Al Gore was the winner. By the time it was over, our candidate had won the popular vote, and the only way they could win the election was to stop the voting in Florida. Catherine Harris, Jeb Bush... Jim Baker and the Supreme Court hadn't tampered with the results, Al Gore would be president. I think that the issue before us today uh, is not who won or should have won the 2000 presidential election. That issue has been settled, not to my uh, belief, but it has been settled. Let's just drop the vice. President, President Gore, that's all right. Al Gore should have been President of the United States. Yeah, I think most of those people are still in jail, right, because of all of the charges that came down. And uh, wasn't one of them like the primary opponent in the next presidential election? So they charged him or her up real high, too, and, and locked them up. The hypocrisy 
of Democrats, the hypocrisy of Republicans or unaffiliateds who talk about the challenge to the 2020 election as some kind of crime, as some kind of conspiracy, as some kind of um, improper utilization of free speech, as some kind of incitement to riot. The Democrats have done it every time they lose. And then one more thing, and then we'll get right to the phones. Name me a single objective we've ever set out to accomplish that we've failed on. Name me one in all of our history. Not one. Yeah, we added that to the board when it was brand new last week. We're going to keep that bad boy on there. We opened the show in the first hour reading off the names with taps playing behind of the Kabul Kabul 13, the 13 brave American military heroes that got killed because of the ineptitude of Joe Biden. That's one. Joe, you raised two drug and sex-addicted children. You showered with your daughter. You touch and sniff little children. You are a failure as a human being, as a man, as a father, and my God, as the leader of the free world, the leader of the United States, you may be the worst that we have ever had. And with that, we'll go to the phones. We'll start full lines. We'll start with Joe in Arvada. Joe, welcome. Makes me a little dirty just to have the name Joe. Makes me feel a little dirty. Uh, You know, Joe Biden is uh, the it, when you when you think about corrupt politician and you open the dictionary, there's his picture right there. Joe Biden is by definition what we have got to throw out of our country. Uh, that's the, that's the key. Um, I, I wanted to back up with Vivek and say that uh, I, I said this the other night. He would make a great press secretary. I think that he's sharp. He's uh, quick-witted. You have to be that way as a press secretary. I think for the most part, he has uh, America First platform down, uh, you know, down pat. The uh, thing he needs to be schooled on is how to address Israel. They're our partner and friend and need to stay that way. Um, there, there's, you know, a whole lot that, that may be little, little fine tuning, but I think he would make a good mouthpiece to put up there and, and joust with, uh, the CNNs of the world and that, th- those kind of folks. Oh my Lord. Um, they, they wouldn't know what hit him because yeah, he, he had a, be great. he had a comeback for everybody and everything. And and a lot of it was strongly based in his view, you know, his policies right now. I certainly agree with you. He's got he's got some learning to do about uh, some of the things that are important to conservatives and I believe important to America in general. But, uh, boy, he'd be great at that. And let me tell you, Joe, before we go to your next point, that um, I have a friend who went to high school and college with Vivek. By the way, it's Vivek rhymes with cake. And uh, and so because of her, you know, I've had a little more access. And one of these days I want to I just want to sit down with him and have 15 minutes and dive into one of these policies, Um, Taiwan and Israel. I'd really like to understand better because maybe maybe he's playing some kind of, you know, third dimensional chess or something. And I just don't get it. But uh uh, but he's fascinating and fun to listen to and fun to be around, no doubt about it. 
Yeah, well, uh, one thing on, on him that I got to point out, Vivek is not a natural-born citizen. He thinks he is, but he isn't. By, by, if you go back and really look at the way the law was set up, both of your parents need to be natural-born, or uh, excuse me, American citizens at the time of your birth. Maybe they can come from other countries and have, uh, you know, transferred citizenships, but you can't have dual citizenship as a president. And anyone that is the son of a, uh, you know, of a person in several countries, they have dual citizenship. That is the no-no for a president. Can't do it. Yeah, you know, I used to get into debates with people like Ann Coulter and um, and a real good left-leaning friend of mine, smart guy, uh, about the, the history of the natural-born citizen clause. It's so misunderstood, so misrepresented. You can make those arguments about Ted Cruz, Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, but that does seem that the natural-born citizen clause, as historically understood, at least for now, its time has passed by. Yeah, it's uh, it, you're right. It comes from English law and from the seafaring nations, uh, really, if you get into the weeds. But, but you know, uh, you're right. I think at this point, the even the Supreme Court is probably going to rule in a person that has one citizen parent is probably going to float. Uh, I, I got to say this. Uh, it's, it's a shame that some some uh, folks do not understand how badly the election was stolen. I, I want you to ask uh, for the guy in Georgia, Garland Favorito, to come and explain how bad the fraud was in Georgia. And remember, he's not a Republican. He is uh, charged with overseeing elections in Georgia because he, he's an independent uh, you know, look at these. He's challenged many different elections, and he can tell you it was stolen. Uh, the, 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 even now, there's, there's uh, court cases that Garland is trying to get exposed, but the courts are stalling it because they don't really want to settle the issue. They want to stay out of elections. Some of them are corrupt, yes, Democrats that are trying to, to do it. But if you had him on, maybe you could get some of the, you know, the, uh, the different pundits that are saying that it wasn't, get their number two pencil out and listen to Garland Favorito, who's an expert, and can tell you it was stolen. Well, Garland is a, an acquaintance of mine. Talked to him many times. He's said multiple times he'd come on the show. I think it's a great idea. So uh, maybe we'll we'll see if we can get him on next Saturday. That'd be awesome. I yeah. I would really love it. And tell tell some producers there to get their number two pencil out. <laughs> well, I'll probably leave that piece alone. But the information is is well. He's brilliant. Um, I I'm going to look up the website on the break that he's got up. People can go and because uh, there's all kinds of information there about what's going on in Georgia and what's being exposed and what is slowly and surely moving its way through court cases. I'll uh, I'll look up and see what that website was, and I'll share that with you after the next break. Thank you so much, Randy, for what you do. Uh, you know, anybody who has any doubts, just look at what the Democrats are trying to do. Now they want mail-in ballots and drop boxes everywhere. Why could that be? Uh, you know, they they want no voter ID. 
everything that makes it a little bit easier to cheat is what a Democrat wants. We've got to acknowledge what's been going down. And, Joe, there's just nothing suspicious at all about what happened in Maricopa County in Republican-only districts, you know, mainly Republican districts, Republican-favoring districts on the last day of voting when the machines had been tested, when the ballot paper worked fine, when the ink flowed clearly, and then all of a sudden on voting day, hmm. But you know what? There's still one fight that's not decided in Arizona. Abe, uh, forget his last name, Abe, the the, attorney uh, general. The the attorney general, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. he only had a couple hundred votes. And there's something like 6,000 or 8,000 votes that still they're still preventing from being counted. So but he's but they're still fighting it. They won't count. uh, I believe it's uh, something like 20,000 votes in Georgia because they know there's some suspect votes and they don't want to open those boxes. See, that's the thing. If a vote was legitimate. There's no reason you can't open up the boxes and look what's written on the papers and see if there's any, you know, photocopied votes or wrong, wrong signatures, those kind of things. Anybody that's holding even a a private election, they check these things. They check your ID. They check your name. Why would we not do that? I think one thing I'll suggest to you, when you have the uh, committee man meetings or the the Colorado meetings, uh, why don't they go to uh, uh, the ballots that Mike Lindell is proposing? Yeah, if they had to mail them in or send them in or even do like Zoom meetings, at least if they have the actual signed ballots that, that have ID with them, they could be counted eventually. Uh, You know, I think it it would be a good example of how an election should be held. Well, right now, the Colorado State GOP is not in control of that. We did do paper ballots at our central committee meeting. We'll be doing that again at the next one. Um, So we're, you know, we're trying to set that example for sure. And um, something else you said I wanted to make a comment on real fast. Oh, man, it just just so many great points coming out from Joe tonight. It's just uh a little bit overwhelming, but um, if I think well, of it, I'll bring it up on the other side. But I will also I'll find just, you that website. Go ahead, wrap it up. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. I just want to summarize with this. Donald Trump, it, he's not a perfect individual. That's one thing we like so much about it. He never claimed to be perfect. He's guilty of all the things that all of these uh, leftists have already done, too, except he doesn't try to try to pretend like he's not a sinner. He, he just pretends like he's a believer, or not pretends, he actually is a believer. He's a Christian, and we believe in forgiveness, redemption. Donald Trump is a leader. Hey, you know what? There will be statues of Donald Trump, but there will be no statues of all his critics. Well, no Democrat can say a word about the moral character of Donald Trump when they voted in and support Joe Biden. It's most disgusting. And I remembered what I wanted to say to you when it comes to counting ballots. If your name, if you're a Democrat and your name and you come from Saturday Night Live and your name is Al Franken, you will keep counting those ballots. You'll keep finding them in trunk trunks of cars as many times as it takes until you get in the lead. And then you'll insist that the counting stops. Exactly. Al Gore would have found enough hanging chads to become president if they'd given enough time. Joe, great call. Have a great weekend, sir, and thank you. You too. All right, let's get to Jack in Wyoming. Welcome, Jack. 
Yeah, Joe's a keeper. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was a great call. The, uh, without being too long-winded, and you've heard this from me before, but this progression has been going on for over 100 years. The idea of taking the United States and making a communist country out of it has been going on ever since Al Gore Sr. and Armin Hammer's father, I think his name was Ruby or something like that, uh, with Lenin, have teamed up to try to get this to happen. And their goal was to put Al Gore Jr. into the White House so they'd have the first communist sympathized president in the United States to turn this country into a communist country from a capitalist country. But when Al Gore failed, thank God to the Supreme Court and the hanging chads and all the rest of it, when that happened, the Democrat, the Communist Democrat Party scrambled. So they invented Barack Obama to take his place. And that's exactly who Barack Obama is, and that's why he was created by the Democrat communists in this country, is to go ahead and take the place of what Al Gore failed to be able to do. Now, what you're dealing with today is nothing but an extension of Barack Obama through the puppet called, called Joe Biden. That's what's going on. If this is not shut down, the country's lost. That's all I have, Your Honor. Good stuff, Jack. Uh, just 100%. And, you know, even back in 2014, when I first started doing talk radio, we were talking about the 90-year plan that was underway of infiltrating Hollywood and infiltrating media such as it was then and as it's grown and especially infiltrating first the colleges and then working and then getting those trained uh you know marxists etc to be teaching our elementary aged kids and and back then it felt like theory because we didn't until covid we really didn't understand how far they had gotten into even the elementary schools but it's all out there for everybody to see now and that is terrific they're transparent. They're totally transparent. Thank God. Yeah, Jack, God bless you. Blake, I think we need Bye. to take a break. And uh, so, Jim, sit tight. Whoever else is on line one, uh, Jack's line is open, 303-696-1971. Stay with us here on 710-KNUS. We're back, 627. One line is open, 303-696-1971. I'm Randy Corcoran. Good to have you here and I'm so glad Joe brought up Garland Favorito. I'm on an election integrity call um, virtually every week, and uh, it's a national call. Some big names, big figures. It's the it's not a, a call about machines. It's about laws. It's about the efforts of Democrats to, as Joe mentioned, to codify um, drop boxes everywhere, no voter ID, extended voter times, voting months instead of voting days. Uh, all of it, just uh, simply, you know, lessening the signature qualifications, just on and on and on. And the website I told Joe I would look up for for him is VoterGA.org, VoterGA.org. It's fascinating. And one thing that if we do get Garland on for next week that I know he will talk about, you may remember uh, people trying to challenge the election in Georgia filed a major lawsuit um, wanting to unseal some ballots. They were absentee ballots, and a judge denied the request and basically dismissed the lawsuit. And I know, and I've had conversation with Garland about this, one of the things that they're excited about is in May of this year, an appellate court um, reopened, brought that lawsuit back to life. So... 
people are still fighting around the country. And until there's something big, obviously, there's just there's no point in even talking about it anymore because the average person who's not paying attention, who doesn't understand what the real challenges are, whatever, just rolls their eyes and, you know, there you go again. So there's so much other stuff to talk about while all of these things are going on behind the scenes. But we'll see if we can get Garland on. Before we jump back to the phones, I just want to um, share a short bit of Trump Tucker audio with you because... Uh, Tucker, first question out of his mouth to, for Donald Trump is, how come we're not on Fox News? How come you're not on Fox News tonight? This was the night of the debate. Why are you at the Fox News debate tonight in Milwaukee? Well, you know, a lot of people have been asking me that. And many people said you shouldn't do them. But you see the polls have come out and I'm leading by 50 and 60 points. And, you know, some of them are at one and zero and uh, two. And I'm saying, do I sit there for an hour or two hours, whatever it's going to be? And uh get harassed by people that shouldn't even be running for president. Should I be doing that? Uh, and a network that isn't particularly friendly to me, frankly. You know, they uh, they were backing Ron DeSanctimonious like crazy, and now they've given up on him. I mean, he's it's a lost cause. It reminded me very much of 2016. You know, in 2016, I went through the same stuff and had to fight them all the way, and then they became very friendly after I won, or just about when I was winning. But I just felt it would be... Uh, more appropriate not to do the debate. I don't think it's uh, right to do it. Uh, if you're leading by 50, 60, I have one poll, I'm leading by 70 points, and I'm saying, why am I doing it? And I'm going to have eight people, 10 people, whoever made the debate, I don't know how many it is, but I'm going to have all these people screaming at me, shouting questions at me, all of which I love answering, I love doing, but it doesn't make sense to do them. So uh, I've taken a pass, as it's, you probably noticed. Well, I, I did. I did. <laughs> I'm grateful that you did. I think they're about to flip over 260 million views on Twitter of or X, as it's now called. It's one of the reasons I'm going to play some of this tonight for you guys, because I know so many of um, our listeners just simply do not deal with Twitter slash X, whatever you want to call it. And if without it, you probably didn't get a chance to hear some of this great debate. But who says two, two? better than Donald Trump. That clip's worth listening to just for that. All right, we promise more phone calls. Jim's been waiting the longest. Jim and Littleton, welcome back to the show. Hey, hello, Randy. Um, I wanted to, there's a couple things. First of all, are you uh, are you thinking of maybe taking over Stephen Tubbs' night slot that he's uh, given up? You know, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I wanted at the show to say that I, uh, you know, I learned about Stefan's announcement, knew that uh, it was out there in the public domain and just wanted to say what a, a good friend Stefan is and what a pro's pro he's been behind mm -hmm. the mic. Uh, the likelihood of that spot getting offered to me seems somewhere between slim and none. But... Uh, um, I I, I, I don't vote know for you definitely vote for you I think you'd be excellent on that spot. Well, it'd be a lot of fun, and you know, for me, uh, for doing radio, it always has to either be on the weekend or else first thing in the morning, so I can go to work after or near the end of the day, so I can get my work done early. And uh, um, so, who knows, man? That November's a long ways away. But thank you for the vote of confidence. Yeah. It, it would certainly make for a different kind of afternoon, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, and I think it would kind of balance out this show uh, because you got 
George in the mornings, and then you'd have you on, the, and you guys would be, be like bookends, and you kind of disagree on some of the things. But the reason I call you up is, is one is, is I don't understand if the RNC wants to straighten out the elections. Why don't we start with one area where I think we could get commonality with the Democrats? Why do we not have everybody talks about this? Election day is a holiday. Why can that happen? Why why no Republican has put that forward? It's a great idea. The reason I don't think Democrats would be for it is because they want voting to be vote, you know, same day or election day voting to be hard. I mean, look what they were able to do in Maricopa County. So they want a month of voting, and if you make election day a holiday, folks wouldn't have to, uh, um, you know, they wouldn't have to get their ballots in early and all of that. So, uh, but I don't know. It's it's certainly a great idea. I've I've heard it. I've heard Democrats say they, you know, say they talk about that. They say we can't we can't we can't get off of work. That takes that excuse away. Huh. Well, yeah, no, I well, I like it. I and I don't know. I can't tell you why someone's not promoting yeah. it. I think, you know, the Democrats are so good at having us reacting to so many right. different things that I I think we let a lot of good ideas just kind of get lost in the morass and the chaos. Right. Yeah, no, I agree so many often. Hey, there's one thing I wanted to ask. I was listening to a podcast, but listen, I got a quick question for you. And, I, you know, there's uh, all the attorneys that were working for Trump uh, for the uh, 2020 election. There were two attorneys that not mentioned in the Georgia case, and they were the only two. I, this was brought on their podcast. They are the only two attor- attorneys that actually dealt with election fraud. Rudy never did. None of those other – John Eastman never did. He never had an election. He never dealt with those cases. And I was listening to it. There's two, And they didn't want those two attorneys, but they were involved with Georgia. You know who they are? No. Cleta Mitchell. Yeah. He's not listed. And Robert Barnes. Boy, Robert Barnes is on fire on X slash Twitter. And I, I yeah. love following his post. Cleta – I participate in a call with once a week, so she is really on fire as well. And I, I right. think you're right. I mean, this is listed. this they're is one of listed. this is one of the risks to to Fanny in Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, and really to Jack Smith as well that that mm-hmm. it's going to give the Trump team an opportunity to actually expose all of the evidence that does exist. And they don't care about that right now. They're they're simply trying to make it impossible for him to become the nominee or get elected president. But I think that's going to backfire just like the mugshot did. Well, I agree. You know what? I just think they have done a lot. You know, right? I was, to be honest with you, I wanted any Republican but Trump. But at this point, if he is it, I am going to put his sign on my yard. I'm so disgusted <laughs> with what the Democrats that's the point I am. I mean, I'm yeah. coming back to the Republican Party because they're destroying our republic. The Democrats and their DOJ is destroying our republic. And any Democrat that can't see that is based, they believe Trump, they believe party before our government, before our country. Anyone that feels this is a good idea basically does not believe in this republic. They, 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 would, they want to redo it. I'm just shocked. I'm just my wife actually cried when she heard about this. This is really tearing this country apart. There are so many people that are so upset about this. This is 
You know, and I don't know if you heard Trump when he uh, when he was talking, it, uh, you know, uh, during the debate. When did you see Trump's uh, talk with Tucker? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I've got a bunch of yeah. audio from it for tonight. Well, you know, I actually I saw the debate, and then I saw Trump, and he was. I thought he was very sedated. I mean, he was not animated at all. He was very calm. But one thing that he brought to my attention, Tucker asked him a lot, and I am really fearful about this him being assassinated. Yeah. I mean, Tucker asked him about this, and Trump says, you know, there's sick people out there, and I think that's the way he handled it. I honestly believe the Democrats, and I think in their minions, and all those other people are going to, ne- their next thing, if they can't resolve this by putting him in jail, I think somebody's going to try to take him out. I hate it, but I really think they, it's not beyond the realm of what these disgusting people will do. I'm afraid you're right about that, and uh, and it concerns me as well and in fact it's out of sequence but i'm just going to jump ahead so folks can hear it listen did you when you re-recorded this blake did, were you able to leave that sound that trump made in at the end of the comment you know what i'm talking about it was in the note that i well we'll just play it and see why are you at the fox news debate tonight in milwaukee well you know a lot of people have been asking yep, me that's that not it. And what many, am I doing? why are you at the fox news stop. debate tonight in milwaukee? stop it <laughs> that's oh tucker okay well, i see how these are numbered so how do I find? I've got the special little numbering system, but it doesn't show up quite on this screen. But these people are sick people. These are people that uh, I think they hate our country. You want to know the truth? No, nope, I'm one ahead of you. So this is when Trump, where Tucker asked him if he's worried about being killed. So the reason I'm asking you is I'm looking at the trajectory since 2015 when you got into politics, yeah. you know, for real, and then one. Uh, there, it started with protests against you, massive protests, right. organized protests by the left, and then it moved to impeachment twice, right. and now indictment. I mean, the next stage is is violence. Is, are you worried that they're going to try and kill you? Why wouldn't they try and kill you, honestly? Uh, they're savage animals. They are people that are sick, really sick. You have great people in the Democrat Party. You have great people that are Democrats. Most yeah. of the people in our country are fantastic, and I'm representing everybody. I'm not just Republicans or conservatives. Right. I represent everybody. I'm the president of everybody. But I've seen what they do. I've seen the lengths that they go to. When they make up the Russia, 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 when that's exposed and they go down, and Barr should have gone after them, and other people should have gone after And they did very late because the Durham report came out. It was fairly good. It could have been a lot tougher, I guess, but it was fairly good. But it explained how corrupt it was. Uh, I'll tell you who did a great job was the Inspector General Horowitz. He did a phenomenal report. You didn't have to go to do it. He did it on Comey and on, I guess, McCabe and some others. And it was a vicious, it was basically a true report how bad they are. So, Jim, that was the first time that Tucker asked that question during the bait. And then there was a second time. So can, can I just ask you, that yes. gets back to my original question. So if the protest didn't work, you got elected anyway. Yeah. Impeachment didn't work twice, obviously. Um, indictment is not working. Your poll numbers go up. When they raided Mar-a-Lago in August yeah. of last year, your numbers went up. Um, they can indict you 20 times, and it's not gonna, you're not going to lose the Republican primary because of that. Well, so it like makes the, it look even more ridiculous. I mean, the four indictments, and maybe there'll be more. I don't know. These people are crazy. But they're counterproductive. So if you chart it out, it's an escalation, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. So what's next? After, you know, try to put you in prison for the rest of your life, that's not working. So, like, don't they have to kill you now? No, nah, we didn't get the sound, but okay. And here was Trump's answer. So, like, 
Don't they have to kill you now? I, th- I think the people of our country uh, don't get enough credit for how smart they are. And I, I'm not sure I would have said this 10 years ago, but they get it. You know, they yeah. really get it. When somebody gets indicted, your poll numbers go down. When somebody gets indicted, you announce, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be leaving to spend time with my family and to fight for the rest of my life on this stuff. But you're out of politics. I got indicted four times. All trivia, nonsense, bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's horrible when you look and, and you look at what they're doing. Uh, the boxes hoax. I'm covered by the Presidential Records Act. I'm allowed to do exactly that. He's not covered, and he's got 25 times the number of boxes, and he's got them stored in Chinatown. He's got them stored in a flimsy garage underneath his Corvette uh, at Penn. And by the way, at Penn, he gets millions of dollars. China pays this guy millions of dollars. See, I think he's the most corrupt president we've ever had, and he also has the distinction of being the most incompetent. And I believe both. I mean, he's both incompetent and corrupt. So and I, I actually believe he's compromised because China knows so much about him. They know where the money comes from. They know where it is, who paid it. And they probably paid it. Well, they do pay Penn. And he gets, a you know, a million dollars. I think he takes $999,000 because, you know, keeps it a little bit under a million, like by a dollar. But he, in many ways, is a Manchurian candidate. We have a Manchurian candidate And he's afraid to tell Russia to get out of Cuba. He's afraid to tell China to get out of Cuba. He's afraid. China now is building. Think of this. China's building military installations in Cuba. Yeah, just fascinating, Jim. But he never answers the question. And if you've got that recording, go back to about 19 minutes into the Twitter uh, to the Twitter interview, the X interview. And listen to the last 25 seconds, because after he says, don't they have to kill you now, before Trump actually begins to answer the question, he he seems to have a visceral reaction, uh, makes a, a sound like a, you know, that's got to be a terrifying thought because he's so much out in public. Yeah, I fear for him. I really do. Yeah. I really fear for him. Well, thanks for riding through those with me, and I appreciate the great call tonight. Callers have been awesome. Hope you have a good weekend, sir. All right, uh, Brian and Tess, sit tight. We're at the wall for a break. One line is open now. Jim's gone. 303-696-1971. We'll circle right back to your calls just a couple of moments when we return on 710-KNUS. It's amazing what music can do to you, what it can do for you, especially in times of tremendous stress, tremendous grief. Something about that one song. I just... I'm not going to keep it, foisting it upon you week after week after week, but it uh, it triggers me in a positive way. Anyway, welcome back. And we're going to jump right back to the phones. I want to remind you I will be at the Cigar Night on Wednesday. I've made that decision. want to support my colleagues and especially our station and hear how Dennis Prager deals with this real controversy, Catholic Church and many uh, Charlie Kirk, Turning Point Action, all kinds of people coming out. We, and we all love Dennis Prager. Such a brain and so much good insight and perspective and history and philosophy and God that he brings into every conversation. A lot of controversy over his stand on pornography. And uh, I know that's coming up on Wednesday. Should be fascinating. And then don't forget my good buddy, Dr. Matt Dunn, Backbone Radio, really kind of the bookend of this show. Uh, because 
we try and undo the damage of what your what is foisted into your mind on all of the TV stations, on some of the radio programs, and even our own CBS News. Have you noticed every news break now? Racist, 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 hate crime, Jacksonville, too much hate, as if any murder by any group against any other person or persons is not a manifestation of horrible, horrible hate. But because this is a white person who is apparently targeting black, fits the narrative that the corrupt-coordinated, Democrat-controlled mainstream media machine wants to infect your mind with, you hear it over and over. Remember the gay shooting in Colorado Springs and what a big story that was? Until it turned out it was a gay person. Or the school shooting, what a horrific story that was of targeting children until it turned out to be a a gay person or a transsexual person who did the shooting. They're such hypocrites. It's the sorry, I'm getting I'm just getting beside myself because the hypocrisy and the the lying and the way that they mess with your mind that's a non-stop psyop. And as long as you're aware of it, you can protect yourself from it. Anyway, let's take a... Brian's been waiting forever. Tess, then, you're next. We've got one line open at 303-696-1971. Brian in Arvada, welcome to the show. Uh, welcome to you, Randy. It's, it's always good to talk to you, i got to tell you. Thank you, sir. You know, we're in a crisis, and it's called a common sense crisis. Now, hear me out on this one. Joe is exactly right. People that push rules to make it easier to cheat you know, guys, they just might be wanting to cheat. So this is what we got to go by. These are, yeah, you know, I mean, it's common sense. It's so stupid. It's We're all right. arguing. Well, I don't know. Is that four indictments? Is he guilty of something? Is there a collusion? Come on, guys. It's you know, it's in your face, obvious. Actually, yeah, yeah. It's I hilarious. mean, listen to the. It's, it, I mean, it's beyond hilarious. It's stupid. So these are the people, you know, that uh, lied to us about the COVID or, or, you know, where it came from. And are bringing they lied it back. To us about, yeah, you know, of course they're going to. And they lied to us about the vaccines. You know, they lied to us about Hunter's uh, laptop. They spent $40 million lying to us about Russia, Russia, when Trump was actually trying to do good for the country. You know, it goes on and on and on. It's just, it, I mean, it's just obviously blatant. And this whole Ukraine thing, this is why DeSantis won't win. People are done with the Ukraine thing. Now, when he asked the question, who supports cutting off funding to Ukraine at this point. I mean, we can't just keep giving. And you've seen uh, that one guy, what's his name, Vivek? His hand was up like a school kid trying to get attention. And you have, uh, you know, dishonest right next to him going, I don't know, I'm halfway up, and then i got to explain. I think DeSantis is a good guy, but he sold himself to a big corporation for donations to get into the race instead of being patient. He jumped to the gun too quickly, and that's why he'll lose, and, and well, he should, you know. Yeah, and, the, the, when he looked over at Vivek and waited for others to put their hands up, the, that was a extremely telling moment in my mind about Ron DeSantis. It's, and well, then, he doesn't remember, have the confidence. He, he owes somebody. Now, when you owe somebody, you can't truly be yourself, and that that's where he got into you know, a little bit of a, a problem. I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but that's... 
just the reality of it. Did you see when Vivek um, was moving his hands into the screenshot of DeSantis and putting his finger up like finger in the wind? Which way does the wind blow when the Ukraine question came up? Yes, and I love that. Ooh. And then all of a sudden, I'm kind of watching it. It took me by surprise. I see these little fingers coming in front of uh, DeSantis. And it was a vague. It was a pretty interesting, you know, I didn't know if I'd like it, but I kind of enjoyed it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I guess it was more frustrating for me because at uh, sitting in the audience, it I didn't get to hear answers when the yelling or cheering or jeering would start up. And I'm sure you could hear them clearly at home still. But uh, everybody well, that's yeah, called we in. Could so hear him boo. Yeah. When, when Vivek came in, we could hear him boo. But we knew, I was like, well, honey, they're all the donors of the people that are up there. So that means it's good for us when they boo. (laughs) Well, it's not just donors. It's supporters, and there were a lot of young people there and everything else. But I I hear what you're saying. I'm going to try and squeeze one one more in before we run out of time. Brian, thank you so much for a great call tonight. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Randy. Love you. Better love you, too. Tess in Wiggins, your turn. Okay. Um, If I recall correctly, Federal election law gives you two hours off of your job in order to go vote. And I believe that is paid time. So if you could fact check that for me and just. Sure. Love to. Get it out to people. Yeah. Yeah, I will do that on the break. I don't know that off the top of my head. So I will check it and thank you for bringing it up. You're welcome. And thank you for talking with me you better believe it thanks for listening to the show have a great weekend you're welcome bye all right well for once we don't cut somebody off or run out of time so that was good and uh it gives me time to catch up on some of these texts of really interesting stuff alexa writes in that it's very sad that this election we have two presidential candidates voice that they worry about actually being killed. Now, Donald Trump did never really did answer that question or acknowledge it. He just flipped to the crazies out there. RFK Jr. has put it right out there on the table. And I imagine that in the darkness of night, if you start thinking about it, it's not just the crazies. It's not just the the uh, the radicals. It's you worry about a deep state kill, you know, did the CIA take out John F. Kennedy? Is the deep state so desperate to not have another outsider come finish peeling the the shine off of the rotting hulk that is so much of the administrative state right now and the Department of Justice that they would go that far? It's it's scary. It is very very scary. And uh, that was Alexa, I think if I didn't mention it before. Uh, here's another one, unnamed texter. Be careful of pushing voter ID, a Trojan horse. The ultimate goal is digital ID. You have rhinos pushing that. I don't know about that. So, uh, you know, send me a link. Send me a story. Send me something where I I certainly didn't hear from any of the rhino side of the party in Colorado or in Milwaukee at the RNC summer meeting, which was the other reason I was in Milwaukee this week, uh, anything about trying to push digital ID Uh, I think establishment is enjoying humiliating and bankrupting President Trump rather than eliminating him. I don't know if I agree with that. I I think this has really backfired because Trump has not been humiliated. He has not been humbled. He came out and flipped the script with his mugshot and the the eagle-like stare. Uh, Some people have 
equated the look of Donald Trump with the the face of the bald eagle that stands for American freedom. And and I like that. Uh, Trump is on fire. And so humili- and I don't think he's going to be bankrupted. First of all, he's got billions of dollars still and and he's raising money and people are donating to help support the legal funds as well. And then this one. These are all the same texture I see. Funny. Many black people coming out on TikTok supporting Trump since his arrest. How convenient there is now a racist shooting in Jacksonville. Man, you guys are on top of everything tonight. And we are already to the final hour of the show. I'm going to play some Trump Tucker stuff. I'll tell you about the lunch I had with a powerhouse from North Carolina, Mark Robinson. Remember him? That's next. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 